What's your story? What up, everybody? You know what it is, what it was, what it will be. It's your main man, Jason Mitchell. I'm checking in, and this is my story. from, I ain't gonna ask you all them little silly questions that everybody <laughs> asks you. Yes, I wanna start it off by giving you your flowers, and I'm not giving you flowers for playing easy and none of that stuff. Yeah. I'm giving you flowers because, for my knowledge, yeah. I feel like part of Hollywood written you off, mm-hmm. and you came back strong as ever. Because I just saw today that you have the number one movie on Tubi. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, as far as Hollywood writing me off, I um, don't I mean, I feel like I don't, if you allow somebody to feed you, you allow somebody to starve you. You know what I'm saying? And and Hollywood was never the plan for me anyway. I mean, I by the grace of God, I, I think I found something that allows me to um, really be myself. Really, you know, something that I can enjoy that I do, that I love, that I do for free every day, you know? And I had the pleasure of striking Hollywood, you know what I mean, as much as I could. but. I mean, they taught me, they taught me something real dangerous. <laughs> so now, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm gonna keep doing my thing. I'm gonna keep putting out movies. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep producing. I'm gonna keep going. Gotcha. So tell the world, actually, like, what is what average day like for you? Oof. I mean, for me, man, I wake up and try to give it to God first every day. You know what I mean? And I feel like I got a normal life. I try to make it as normal as possible. But, you know, my, my job is far from normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I'm a real humble dude, man. You know what I mean? So, I just, I try to make it as as simple as it can be. Because I know at any given time, it can get crazy. Or I might got to travel to this place or that place. And, you know, yeah, so I just, I try to make it as normal as possible. Gotcha. So, being, I'm like in the film industry, I'm like for, for like a few years now. Tell us what do you enjoy most about it, and tell us what do you actually, I mean, dislike about it. I don't think I dislike anything about film. I really don't. Since I was a kid, I've always loved movies. I feel like they're a good way to express yourself, a good way to um, to teach people, all of that. But like, since I started doing movies, like I think I've always lived for instant gratification. You know what I mean? Like I ain't one of the people who necessarily search for attention, but like I love to cook, for instance. And most people who cook will tell you, like, after you cook, you just want to watch people eat. You know what I mean? And you watch people smile. You watch people life change. And, and film is a lot like that. You know, sometimes I sneak in my movies with, like, a hoodie and some sunglasses and watch people watch the movie. You know what I mean? Just watch them cycle through their feelings and see what they feel and, and see how they're receiving it. So I think that's the best part, you know, just being able to change people's lives on a day-to-day or give them somewhere to escape to. So, I'm actually for one, I'm a young like actor right now watching this interview. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's your advice to them? My advice is to just never take advice. I think a lot of people base their um, what they think they can accomplish off fear or what other people did in their life. They want to see somebody else do it, you know. And you got to be in the mind frame to write the blueprint. It just is what it is. You know what I mean? They have so many innovative ways to go about getting to where you want to be, you know? And then they got people like Ashton Kutcher. I mean, he was found just on a bench. And somebody was like, you want to be in a movie? You know what I mean? And his career took off after that. Like, So 
you know, if I could have wrote the book, it wouldn't be this good. I never would have thought that I'd be sitting right here, you know, interviewing with somebody asking me about how I've affected this and affected that. I just, I just did me. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times people let fear detour them from just doing them. You gotta do you. So, I got this question for you. As a kid, did you ever think that uh, you was gonna actually become an actor? Absolutely not. I mean, if you would have asked me when I was five years old, six years old, did I want to be an actor or do I want to be in a movie, I'd have said yes, like everybody else in the world. But it just wasn't my reality. You know what I mean? New Orleans is such a um, a small place and the expectations aren't even really that high. You know what I mean? Graduating high school is a serious accomplishment. I remember being 25 and people were like, what's up, OG? I'm like, nigga, I'm not that old. What the fuck? You know what I mean? But it just... It's the accomplishment levels aren't really that high. And then on top of that, a lot of the actors who are from here had to go elsewhere to succeed. You know what I mean? The Anthony Mackeys, the Wendell Pierce, they, they had to go to New York, to L.A., you know what I mean? To really be able to spread their wings. But I did it from home. You know what I mean? I was 24 years old, just looking for new friends. And then out the blue, acting sort of just fell in my lap. And before you know it, I was running that bag up. <laughs> Yeah. And so far as being in movies and everything, yeah, you have to ask this, but I'm actually just like, mm -hmm. it, but I'm like, what was your favorite on role? Ooh. You know, people ask me my favorite role all the time, and to be honest, I really don't have a favorite. Like, I think you, you know, and a lot of times people feel like, you know, your resume really speaks for you, but I'm like, you gotta show up and execute every time you get in front of that camera. So I feel like my next role is always my favorite. Because it gives me a different opportunity to show a different face of Jason Mitchell. You know what I mean? And I always thought I was gonna be pigeonholed. You know what I mean? I got 70 something tattoos, they ain't going nowhere. I always thought that I was gonna be gangster number one, gangster number two, you know? And that was just gonna be it. But I transcended, I did something different. You know, I showed people that I. I'm a 17-layer cake, huh? <laughs> you feel me? So, yeah, you know, it's just, I think it's important to um, to always push yourself, you know? And I think if I get so focused on watching what I did, I won't be present when it's time to do what I need to do. So I have this question for you. I know this going to be out the box and funny, but <laughs> what did you learn to to actually, I'm like, cry so good at? Because, like, it was your last movie I just saw on BET. Right. You made me believe from from watching the TV. Right. And like he was crying. He's like, man, I really ain't do it. And I believed you from a TV. <laughs> so I wanna know what did you learn how to cry so good at? You know, I think with men, especially black men in general, you know, especially when you grow up in the hood, you learn not to cry. It's really what it is. So you got so much built up pain and suffering and, you know, talks that you needed to have and all kind of trauma that's already inside of you that really letting it out becomes therapy, you know? So once I figured out that I would feel better after I cried, I just started letting it out, you know what I mean? And a lot of times, you know, it's... <laughs> it's so funny just thinking about this. Because I, I had an argument with F. Gary Gray, the director of um, Straight Outta Compton, because he came to my trailer one day and he wanted me to show him what I was going to do you know, for the hospital scenes. And I was like, well, you know, do what I did, 
in the audition. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say the lines, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit them beats, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything I need to do. And he was like, no, I want you to show me. And I was telling him like, it's easy to turn it on. It's hard to turn it off. You know what I mean? A lot of times you gotta breathe through it because it is what it is. And they got so much that we ain't cried about. You know what I mean? I remember my daddy killed himself when I was 15 years old. I came down the steps and I was like, man, Ma, listen, I really don't feel like going to school today. And she was like, you don't have to go. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I need to be doing this more often. You know what I mean? Just nut up and be honest with her and tell her, you know, how I feel. And then right after that, she was like, you know, your daddy killed himself today. And I was like, no. I didn't know that. You know, but I'm, I'm going to take it back upstairs. I'm going to go lay it down, you know. And um, that was it. You know what I mean? It was almost easier for me to block it out. You know what I mean? Like... You know, being from New Orleans, everybody knows somebody who's been killed. I always, and, I always, you know, I always talk about that. I'm like, man, New Orleans has this, if it has this, you know, if this rule, this law that's unwritten, like, we the only city that we know the killer and the victim, and we just don't move around like it's cool. Like, right. we don't say nothing, it ain't our business. Right, right. And, you know, when you deal with a homicide firsthand, they offer you therapy. And everybody say the same thing. Nope. Because we feel like, nope, like, black people don't do that. We pray about it. You know what I'm saying? And we end up not talking to nobody, not ever cycling through the feelings that we're actually supposed to feel as humans. You know what I mean? You become desensitized to all this violence and all of this shit. And you try to trick your mind into thinking that it's normal. But when you start traveling to other places and realize other people don't act like this, other people don't do this. We don't people shit. that actually really celebrate after someone died. But like, I always ask people, like, hey, what about the main person? Like slept with that person every day. Cause like after you celebrate that second line, if that person go home and still have memories of that person in the house. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, everybody deal with death differently, you know, and it's a uh, it's a lot to absorb every single time. It really is, you know. And I think that uh, a lot of times as men, we've just been taught to blow straight past it. But it's important to be able to sit with your feelings, even if they are hard feelings to deal with, you know? But um, by me not doing that for years and years and years and years and years, you know, I had this guy ask me, Jason, where do you get the pain? I'm like, motherfucker, my life's been up before, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I done been through so much just, and, and I feel like uh, I desensitized myself to it for a long, long time. But now that I'm in this space, it allows me to be able to cycle through my feelings and have a, a safe place to be able to deal with it. You know what I mean? Instead of somebody laughing in my face, you know what I mean? And making me feel like it's not okay to express the way I feel. I saw the funny thing. Like, if, if you said if you play the role easy to eat. Yeah. So one time, like about a few years ago, I got the trimmer to start shaking. I went go get tested. I'm like, oh, I ain't got to eat. And he was like, easy to eat. <laughs> but it was like, I remember you shaking on the movie. So I'm right. like, man, I probably, I probably need to get tested. Right. But that's crazy that I remember that part of the movie. And he was like, you had to play that pain role. Like, right. like, 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 did the people have that on like in the script for you to shake and everything? No, no, no. They never really put like body language, so to speak, in, in scripts, you know. That's what make acting great, you know what I mean? You kind of got to bring it to life. But I think if you just go through the steps of how it would feel as a man to be getting your life together, you know what I mean? After you went through all this with your friends, you made all this money, you went up, you went down, you know, you see your friends blowing up, 
you see different things happening. And as soon as you get it all together mentally for you to be able to go up, you get sick. That's some bullshit. It could have been cancer. It still would have been some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, AIDS is, I mean, I, I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist and kind of don't want to go into yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm not going in because, like, you know, it's just a bone thug. I really feel like they killed my dogs. Yeah, I saw a bone thug. I'm like, I'm not going to go too deep in it. Right. I don't, I don't feel like fussing with the people with you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a rabbit hole. You know what I mean? But I think it's just uh, when you have your life taken from you from for, from a sickness, I think it's it's just a very confusing situation to go through like nobody want to go through that right. you know what i mean that's an, that's an old man thing you feel me so i have one real i like the longest question for you okay because you know if you from uptown right and i want to say that you the first person i met that had you know had over a million dollars you was humble in <laughs> masquerade like man you humble I right. thought you, you know i thought everybody from uptown loved stunning that bird man right right, right so like when you learn how to become humble i mean just being from the bottom for real, you know what I mean? I feel like I can't even really flex on nobody in New Orleans for real. We've done done it all from playground fights to high school football to the homecoming court. Like what I look like coming back and flexing, like not all I did was find my way. I was a problem child most of my life. I didn't know what to do. I was, you know, I was out here trying to gain my little tools and fuse like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm going from the block to Selling oysters to you know what I mean. I was I was trying whatever I could try. So just to finally get in the groove where I, I could take care of my family and you know make my mama proud and all of that is just that in itself is humbling. You know what I mean? Because I, I think a lot of times black people we we really lose our footing in that place. You know what I mean? I be looking at some of these Muslim families who drive Ferraris, everybody stay in the same crib. You know what I mean? Everybody wife in the same crib, they mama live there. Ain't nobody focusing on flexing on each other, but they could get out there and flex on the world when they hop in that thing. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of times I think we just, we gotta learn how to start really working together. And part of that is not making the next man feel small because he ain't got what you got. Cause that money could go. You could be flat broke ASAP, you know what I mean? So. You know that money ain't gonna uh, money ain't gonna make you real. Yeah, but I think that's, <laughs> but I think that's the most embarrassing thing ever. Like I never had a million dollars, but I would imagine having a million dollars going back to the hood. Like yeah, it's crazy. They gonna they gonna like you gonna be a laughing stock. Right, and imagine if you flexed on them people. Oh, you gonna you know what I mean? Not only is they gonna laugh at you, but they gonna hang you out the dry as well. You know what I mean? So for me, I think um, like and, and ain't nothing worse than balling by yourself. That's the worst shit in the world. It's you know what I mean? When you the only, when you the rich partner, everybody call you for something. You know what I mean? What, what's that? Where you at? What, what, you, what you up to? And you can already feel it coming. Nigga, what do you want? You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have that relationship with people that you love. you on like two questions about you, man. Right. Hey, bro, man, what's going on? Mom messed up. Right, Exactly. You know, and, um, I got some some good advice from somebody early on, just saying like you know if it's for a doctor or for a lawyer, you don't ask them no questions, you help them out. Everything else, just tell them no. You ain't got it, you know, because people think a, a couple million is a lot, man. I need a B in order for people to be asking me for money, and I still be straight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And sometimes God be trying to teach people lessons. You know what I'm saying? You can't get in the way of that all the time because money is crippling a lot of times 
You know, uh, uh, people who I know that came from money their whole life, it took them until they got into their late 30s, early 40s to really start being able to, to pay their own bills. You know what I mean? And, and figuring it out themselves. And by the time you look up, you got three, four kids. You can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? You got to start paying attention to these kids now. You got to make sure they dream. It brings me back to what you said earlier about, you know, if, if Chinese and the Muslim family, like, you know, if the kids live with their parents still, like, why do you think black people put their kids out of AT so fast? You know, I'm not sure what it is, but I think um, we've been sort of programmed to, to break our families apart because breaking our families apart is the only way that they can keep us from being in control, you know? And um, I hate to put it like that because I don't think that as, because um, there's only really one race, right? The human race. But at, at the end of the day, they got uh, these, these people who want to be in control. You know, you see it over and over and over again in, in history. People just feel like they got to be the one running it and they got to be the ones in control. But um, they definitely afraid for black people to even have a chance to make some shit like that happen because it could get tragic, you know. But I think um, all in all, our heart is in the right place. Well, my heart is in the right place. And I think I speak for a huge demographic of people when I say the same. You know, we just want to be treated fair. We want to be able to take care of our family. And maybe every now and then slide to Santorini. You understand? Know so it is what it is. Yeah. So tell us, actually, I'm like, what's next for you? Producing, 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 producing. You know, like, as of right now, we're going through a strike. And it's crazy to see some of the responses for some of these big studios, you know, like literally they responding by saying, you know, maybe you should lose your house first before you negotiate with us because they money gonna run longer, you know? And I think it's, um, it's just foolish to put yourself in a situation for somebody to constantly give you a plate because one day they might not want you to eat and then what, you know? So um, I'm just on this path right now, me, my friends, everybody around me who love me, I'm, we headed forward, you know what I mean? And it just so happened that we, we in the movie business. But for every entrepreneur out there, for every business owner, like we have to move forward and we have to spend our money with us. You know what I mean? We hear it all the time, but I'm just um, trying to lead by example, you know, and hopefully keep dropping hits and, and just staying present with it, man, and having fun. You know, God willing. Gotcha. And also, last but not least, I'm like, tell the world, I'm like, what can you find yet on social media and everywhere? All right, so you can follow me at Jason Mitchell Actor, mostly on Instagram. You know, I got everything, but like, I run my own Instagram. I got somebody else running the other stuff. Also, follow um, the Dream Seeker page at iDreamSeek. Check out the Dream Seeker website at idreamseek.org because everybody is asking me, how do I get in the film, Jason? What I got to do to be in a movie? Or, or you know, how, how can I be behind the scenes? All of this different stuff. I finally figured it out for y'all. So go to the website. Check it out. idreamseek.org right now. All right, we done. <laughs>